Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joined this afternoon by both George Steinbrenner the Fourth and Capstone CEO Darren Jameson. First off, guys, thanks for joining me this afternoon, and and how are we all doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing great. Thank you. Awesome. No problem. So we are, you know, still about six weeks away from the season. So you know, before I kind of talk about what's 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 to come in twenty twenty one, I know. This is now the third season capstone and and you, George, have been kind of teamed up together. How did the partnership originally start a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah so oh, um, we uh, were able to um, find a, a, a sponsor in mid-2019 that, that came on board and, and uh, brought capstone along with them. And... Um, Toward the 20, end of 2019, when we were uh, in a trickier situation in terms of, of uh, commercial dollars rolling in, Capstone really stepped up and, and helped us not only get through the 2019 season, but then came on board for the 2020 season, really helped us there. And then they're doing the same again uh, here in 2021. And Darren, from, from your point of view, what was it like joining IndyCar a couple of years ago and, and how and and you know growing from you know a couple you know races two years ago to a handful last you know to, to a lot last year to you know a large chunk again this year what's that growth been like uh, on on your end? Yeah, I'd say it's really really been a learning experience for us. We hadn't sponsored a, a major sporting you know uh, circuit before, so we had to get to know the kind of ins and outs of IndyCar. Um, meeting you know George and and at the time Colton. Uh, was great, and then we got to know them, and and you know obviously really like what they're all about, and and so that's been good. But definitely, I would say we've been kind of finding our way through it. We've been fortunate to have, I think, with four podiums and three poles, which which helps, uh, and and getting our customers to the events, uh, especially in, in 2019, was excellent. So I think we're we're kind of learning and growing, and and we're excited to to continue to get more out of the sponsorship, and you know whether that's at the tracks or B2B opportunities. Uh, as well as just, you know, digital branding, marketing, you know, Hinge is going to be a, a great addition to that effort as well. So we're excited about that. Yeah. He's a pretty personable guy from, from what I, <laughs> from what I can tell, obviously. Um, George 2019 was, you know, a good year for Colton, obviously. And, and now you kind of, I don't want to say transition to James, but how did the, how did that whole process go from going from, okay, you know, I have Colton. All right. Now Colton is, I don't want to say Andretti property, but, you know, signs his contract with Andretti for 2021 and 
how did how did James work his way onto your radar? So I've actually gotten to know James quite a bit over the last few years. Being in the IndyCar paddock, it's a it's a small world, and uh, you you run into a lot of the same people uh, often. And uh, we were able to strike up a bit of a friendship, and and so when it came time to um, so with our partners like Capstone and, and a lot of the work we're trying to do from the Steinbrenner racing side in, in uh, green energy, renewable energy, and some of the initiatives we want to, to work toward uh, with our, with our partners. Um, Gamebridge coming on for Colton didn't give us really the opportunity to do so because there wasn't really space um, to bring, to bring uh, Capstone on board for, for any races with Colton. So we thought it was a, a very good thing uh, with James uh, looking to with Genesis to, to get back into a full-time ride. And it was kind of the perfect opportunity uh, to bring our partner ecosphere that we had been growing uh, to, to a car with a very talented driver that, that um, I was already familiar with. And, and that could really be a big asset to capstone. Awesome. Is there any chance And this question is for, for either of you guys, George, I know you're kind of re joining the road to indie circuit this year. Is there any chance we see some capstone branding on the road to indie cars? Um, the, you know, that's a, a conversation that, you know, we kind of always have with, with yeah. our, with Darren and our partners at capstone, sort of the, the new things that we can do together um, in terms of, of growing our partnership. And, and uh, I'll let Darren piggyback off this, but I know it's, it's not, it's not uh, out of the realm of possibility by any means, but obviously it has to make sense for both, both sides of the coin. Yeah. I think, I think for us, it's really just, you know, value for the sponsorship dollars and, and uh, what kind of exposure we can get. We also want to be helpful. As, as George said, you know, back in 2019, there was kind of, you know, at a challenging point to finish the season. And we, we were very happy to help step up and, and help them get there and uh, be involved in that story and, and, and Colton's career and George's career. Uh, so I think we're definitely if there's if there's younger drivers and other folks we can be you know influential with. Again, we're, we're a smaller company, but if we can use our our sponsorship you know in a in a meaningful way to leverage somebody's career or to to, to do something good, obviously that's uh, that's exciting for us. I like it. So in 2020, obviously for the most part, we didn't have fans at most races, and you know, sponsors weren't able to to host people at most races. So. How did you guys work, you know, both work to, to get creative and, and keep everybody happy in, you know, a, a difficult 2020 from a, you know, being at the track perspective? Yeah, from, from the team perspective, it, it posed a lot of new challenges um, from, the, from the commercial standpoint because, uh, you know, the experiential side is such a, a, a big part. Of, of what we do in IndyCar and, and in, in uh, entertaining sponsors and partners and, and helping them uh, with, with their customers or, or clients um, entertaining and hosting and, and bringing sort of this very unique uh, way of experiencing a sponsorship that none of the stick and ball sports really have the capability of doing. And then again, pass it to Darren and sort of how some of the creative ways Capstone was able to, to uh, utilize the partnership because I think they did a lot of cool things last year. Yeah, we, we try to get as creative as possible from, you know, sending our kind of, you know, our, our key customers and key distributors, you know, signed uh, uh, paintings when Colton, you know, won the, uh, the Laguna Seca race. And we sent about 100 of those out, you know, autographed by Colton. We obviously we use the diecast cars and the other uh, kind of, you know, racing swag we call it to the best of our abilities. 
Um, and, then, and then just tried to have like, a, you know, online viewing parties and, and did a lot of social media work. Um, but definitely challenging because I, I like to say that, you know, I've gone to a lot of sporting events. I'm a big sports fan. Uh, but taking customers to a baseball game or a football game is not the same as, a, as an IndyCar weekend. An IndyCar weekend is uh, a lot more time with customers. It's a really kind of wholesome experience. They can bring their, their you know, their spouse or their kids and you're not worried about uh, the experience they're going to have. Uh, but it's really behind the scenes, you know, top shelf. You get to meet George. You get to meet the drivers. You meet, the, you know, the, the teams. Uh, you're walking around the paddock. I think just, you know, watching the race in the, in the, uh, in the you know, uh, hospitality tents and stuff. And next thing, you know, you're, you're getting uh, your lunch and you, you look over and there's Mario Andretti standing there, right? So it's just a really, you know, interesting, great experience and, and one that we can build deep relationships. So uh, we got to a couple tracks last year, but we're really excited this year. Yeah, is there obviously the Indy 500 is everybody's favorite from a, a sponsor perspective to go? Hey, this is you know the biggest event in in the country. But are there other tracks that that you look at and go, this is where I can definitely you know excite people and get people either you know a obviously into IndyCar and b they're going to have a great time with with everything around the track. Yeah, we really look at where we've got a lot of customers, end customers, and 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 distribution partners. Uh, and so if you look at uh, California, obviously we're a California company, Green Energy is big in California. Uh, so Laguna Seca and Long Beach are, are great races for us and we'll take customers up to Portland. Um, you know, Florida is, is a good market for us as well as uh, some of the other races. Texas is, a, is another good market. Uh, really excited about Nashville this year, one that it's a, it's a new uh, venue and it's a street course. Our biggest installation is for, for uh, Mohawk Carpet and Tiles. It's about 30 miles outside of Nashville. So we'll do a big uh, customer event, go see the uh, the installation, and then obviously uh, entertain. So uh, any place I've got, you know, several end-use customers or good partners that are near the track, that makes it much easier to get people to come out, and you know, hopefully for two days, but if not, at least for race day. Yeah, Nashville is, is the one I think we all have circled on our calendars. With it's hard to get people to go to Nashville. It's, it's a great city. I, I I think everybody who's listened to the show has heard me say at least one time a month over the past six months how much I love Nashville. So I'm pretty sure they're sick of me talking about Nashville at this point, but I'm very excited for Nashville. With that being said, what lessons or, or you know, what could you take from 2020? And this is for, for either of you guys or, or both that you can bring into 2020 to enhance the, or 2021, sorry, to enhance the partnership even further? I know from the, the team's perspective, um, again, going back to the challenges we had in, in no fans uh, in 2020, it kind of, it forced us uh, to be, think more outside the box uh, in terms of new and interesting ways that we can engage partners. And, and um, obviously uh, in 2021, we're we're going to try and build on that and be even if fans are allowed to come back uh continue to be innovative in ways that we can bring value to partners and and um then again pass to darren is is capstone's always really fun to work with in terms of, of figuring out new ways to make it worth worth both of our while yeah we, we we're excited about this year and i think we did a lot with digital media last year in our in our different you know kind of social media platforms uh, we came up with, you know, the reasons why we're sponsoring Colton and, and we're just launching our, our 15 reasons why we're sponsoring Hinge. Uh, we do, did you, you know, weekly did you knows about the technology and about, uh, you know, about the racing team and, and the car. Uh, and then more importantly this year, I think we're kind of running an educational series. Uh, we call it, you know, whether you're an energy zoomer or an energy boomer, 
uh, based on how green you are and what you know by green technology. So we're setting up a separate micro site. We're actually going to have a little test you can take, and then uh, we'll do a, a 164th die-cast car giveaway every week, uh, you know, of a Finch's, Finch's ride. So I think we can, we can find ways of, to interact and, and make it fun for people, um, and they can post on their own social media, whether a Zoomer or a Boomer. Uh, but I think the, the point is just to make it fun, but still educational so people understand what we do. Again, we're, we're a pretty you know, smallish company for an IndyCar standard, so we've got a big story to tell and, and big goals. I think that's awesome. I probably would hit the boomer stage of that test, but uh, keep, an eye, keep an eye out for that one, guys. That sounds kind of fun. I like new, interesting ways that sponsors do and reach out to people. So let's see here. We've got six-ish weeks until the season starts. George, from your perspective, how is 2021 looking? Are you are you confident that for the most part, at least some fans should be allowed at most tracks? I think the, the trajectory it's going now, uh, that's, that's still the plan, barring any uh, new developments. And as we've learned over the last uh, almost calendar year, it's <laughs> new developments can happen very quickly and very often, unfortunately, um, with, with COVID and, and the national mindset. And so um, we're obviously the series and the teams are keeping a really close eye on, on new developments and, and sort of the trends in each area. But uh, as of right now, it, it looks promising to, to at least get some sort of fan involvement at most, at least of the races this season. And you've got, you know, James Hinchcliffe for, are, are you part of James's entry for uh, even including the, the Genesis races or, or just the quote unquote uh, six race or six or seven races, whatever it is with uh, capstone here. So the 29 entry with James will be a full season Andretti Steinbrenner Autosport okay. car. Okay. And then uh, just for those who aren't familiar, and because I can't find my notes in front of me right now, you're kind of rejoining the road to Indy, like I mentioned, with Devlin G. De Francesco, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay. Uh, building up on a program we started last year uh, in Indy Pro, since Lights was canceled, uh, we did a year of Indy Pro with Devlin, finished second in points uh, with two wins, so a good year and hoping to build on that with, with the success we had in the lights program with, with Colton and Andretti as well. Yeah. I, I met Devlin, I think in New Jersey seems like a great kid. So for those who maybe aren't familiar with him because Indy pro didn't get a ton of, of coverage last year, what can you say about Devlin as a driver heading into his season in Indy lights with, you know, the, the Indy lights field is stacked this year. It really is. And, and Devlin, um, last year was his first year uh, in a while in, in the States. He had run over in Europe, ran FIA F3 uh, and similar F4, F3 regionals. And so uh, it was a bit of an adjustment for him coming back, but he's he's a very quick foot. He's uh, very confident, loves the wet conditions and, and really, really loves high speed corners. So so he, he got a, a lot. He had a lot of fun running the ovals that we ran last year in Indy Pro and and I think we'll, that won't change anytime soon. So I think if we're able to get Devlin up to the IndyCar level anytime soon, he'll be a fun one to watch on the ovals for sure. And I'm curious for your take on, on the Indy Light schedule. So obviously there's no Freedom 100 this year, and, and IndyCar put out a pretty 
long statement about it is does that hurt from a team perspective or a sponsorship perspective or to kind of listen, you know, we still got 20 races or so, and that's great for, you know, both sponsors to be interested in such a large schedule and we just got to keep our heads down and, and keep going forward. Yeah. It's um, you know, obviously anytime you lose. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. A race at, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, it's, it's a bit of a hit. Um, you know, that's always one of the more entertaining races in motorsports over the course of a calendar year. Um, but, you know, the, the, the series is still coming back strong the schedule is strong some of the places that we're going alongside IndyCar it's fun to go back out to the west coast again with Indy Lights and and the field as you stated is becoming stronger and stronger and thankfully now with um, a good a good bit into the double digits in terms of of entries so uh, the free losing the freedom is is a hit but I think the series overall is has taken a net positive uh, since it since uh, the 2019 season. I love it. So we'll wrap it up with one more question each here and let you guys enjoy the afternoon. Darren, I know I said I would probably be a boomer on that quiz. So for those out there listening that are going, what the heck is renewable energy? Uh, what is a very short, tell it to me like I'm a fifth grader type of answer that can help listeners out there go, oh, okay, that makes sense. And now I want to learn more about it. Yeah, we, we've got a clean energy device that takes different fuels from natural gas to biogas to hydrogen and creates electricity and thermal energy. And we do it behind the meter uh, so it's more efficient. You don't have all the line losses that you have with the utility. So uh, it's a way to generate your own energy uh, and reduce your carbon footprint and have resilient power. And so we've saved customers about a half a billion dollars over the last two years and about seven eighteen thousand 18,000 tons of carbon. Uh, and so I think if, if you like money and you like the planet then then maybe our technology is something you should take a look at i like it and george hey, last... then you should probably you know call penske or something you're probably you know but find a different <laughs> different uh 
team to play with. Um, and George, last question for you. You're, you know, you've been associated with the, you know, Andretti Autosport now for a handful of years at both the road to Indy level and IndyCar level. Is there a hope on, on your end that one day it can be Andretti Autosport? I'm sorry, Andretti Autosport, Steinbrenner Autosport, IndyCar program, or are you kind of kind of comfortable where you are right now? Uh, you know, they, it's one of those things that on, on an internal level has always been a discussion. But, you know, each year we sit down and we try and figure out, you know, what's next year going to look like for us. And each time so far, it being back into the Andretti fold and part of the Andretti family has always been the best answer. So, um, you know, we that may not change for this foreseeable future for all we know. But, uh, you know, each each time the, the best case scenario for both sides has been to to stay stay as one family so uh of course having a steinbrenner racing running multiple entries sometime in the future would be a dream but for the time being we're in a pretty good spot and we're we're very happy where we've been and where we are so who knows awesome well gentlemen i appreciate your time this afternoon i wish you both the best of luck in 2021 and and stay safe and hopefully if all things go to plan i can uh bump in you guys at a racetrack this year all right absolutely all right guys thank you very much and have a good afternoon thank you thank you today's podcast is presented by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from podgo I recently joined as a member and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.